It was almost two years ago that Joyce and I, in episode 17, talked about what it takes and what it means to be a middle manager. And at the end of the day, we, we titled that episode, Honor Thy Managers, because oftentimes they're underappreciated, they're overlooked, and not given quite the credit they should for the organization being successful. So today we talk about the attributes of being a middle manager, some of the challenges that they face, and just why they're so important to the work getting done every day and the culture that's established in any organization. So come on in, grab a snack, welcome. Hello, everybody, come on in, grab a snack, or if you're dieting, <laughs> grab kombucha, which I adore. Yeah. Um, our theme today that we're messing around with is uh, that of what constitutes a really good manager, because we do know managers or the whoever is, or supervisors, are the company to the people who work for them. They create whatever atmosphere there is in that group or that team or that production line. And there's been such an overemphasis on leadership that it's kind of irritating because if if you have good managers, holy cow. So, um they are good managers. Well, let's. So, we were going to talk about what constitutes a good manager or good management. Yeah. And, and it was viewed for a while as less than, which is irritating. That's right. Yeah. Because, if you think about a hierarchy, uh, they're pretty low in what would be the management uh, uh, structure. Uh, and so, if I think about examples, Joyce, uh, someone who's a department manager in a store, someone who's a shift uh, uh, supervisor on an assembly line, um, you know, someone who manages a call center. To me, that's where I see supervisor manager, very into the work in the moment uh, and pretty damn adaptable. I think I just gave us one. All right. We'll say adaptable. Yeah. Dance in the moment. I mean, every day uh, is, it's not a Rembrandt because there's some established uh, structure and process, but it very suddenly goes perfectly. So that whole notion of unflappable, adaptable, dance in the moment uh, to be able to adjust uh, to whatever the situation is. And let's, uh, just because I was getting mixed up, let's for right now keep it on manager rather than supervisor, because I think there's, I think there is a big difference. Okay. And then we'll Uh, come back and talk about. Yeah. So I'm going to say manager that still applies, but perhaps a little less so. Which applies. Uh, The the idea of being adaptable and being able to. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They just don't have as much wiggle room. Um, obviously, the manager is the conduit between top leadership and their function. So, I mean, they do a lot of um, communicating up and down and all around to create to create understanding for their team. 
Yeah. I mean, a lot of times the company feels crazy and the manager will come in and say, no, here's what's going on. So I think one thing to it communicates overall company reality. Now, let me ask you this, because I, as I was listening to her, I'm, I'm thinking that there, uh, you know, we'd like to think open communication, everything on the table, but there's probably a little bit bildering uh, at the manager level, meaning that their uh, people that they're directly responsible for don't necessarily need to know all the different aspects. So there may be some filtering both to their workers and also up the leadership. That feels kind of counterintuitive, but I think it's part of being a manager. I'm kind of gagging on that. I know. Well, as I was yeah, saying, and, and, and yet, yeah. Um, to me, the filtering is being able to get all the noise out. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, you know, so so mm-hmm. if I think about a pull filter, it captures all the things that you really don't want in there, and so there's the filtering isn't. Uh, omission uh, or duplicity. It's it's like what is what is getting the gunk out of the way. Getting the guck out of the way. Thank you. Are you gagging less on that gunk? Yes. Okay. Good. Because I, I before I I had written down clear clears the path. Oh yeah. Know, so, yeah. Um, and and in that way too sets the parameter. of action, meaning go crazy here, don't go crazy there. No, you can't do that. Yes, you can do this. But it's uh, the parameters of action, I would say. Yeah. So you were talking about communication. Um, if I think about a uh, someone at a manager level, to, to be very clear and deliberate with direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even in uh, an open space, uh, small D, you know, the manager needs to be clear and take the ambiguity about do this, don't do that, but very clear with uh, uh, their setting direction. And probably I, I love that. And I think that's probably one that isn't done enough. And I can remember as a manager feeling when things had gotten gunky, speaking of gunk, yeah, and people were, be, you could just feel that they weren't grounded with, maybe I was lousy, but, the, you know, I would pull them together and say, this matters, this doesn't matter, do this, don't do that. We're going to take that off our plates for right now. So it was like getting a haircut or the house picked up. They could they go, okay, good. Now we can go back to work. We are, we're not plagued by clutter and confusion. Yeah. I, I'm going to test this one with you. Um, mm. A manager needs to have high empathy in those moments of truth in a person's life. So whether it's an illness mm. of a child, a death in the family, uh, you know, that those, they need to be attentive to the needs that go beyond the, the walls of the workspace mm-hmm. uh, in a way that, because that the company is the manager to a lot of people. So it's kind of, you know, to, to be empathetic, uh, particularly in, in difficult or challenging situations mm-hmm. in an employee's life. Yes, I'm, I'm agreeing with that. Yeah, I, I remember... 
talking with an associate uh, about how they feel about their job and their work. And they'll go back five years and say, my relationship changed with this company when my boss told me I had to stay on the shift, even though I had a child that was sick and my mm-hmm. husband's taking into the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. How about another one? <laughs> that made me laugh too. Every time you ask me a question, I'm laughing. Tell, t- tell us more, Joyce. <laughs> has to have a strong working relationship with their boss. Ah, good one. And if they don't, do something about it. And there is a paternal aspect to all hierarchical arrangements, maternal, paternal. Um, And that's okay. I mean, it is. It's built into the power because you have that person that can uh, has power over you, can fire you, can reward you, can criticize you, can praise you, and they all have pretty high impact. Therefore, in in the sense of having your work team understood and appreciated, you have to have a good working relationship and communication with the person that you report to. to make it yeah so the other thing is managers need to know when they take the initiative they have to be um willing to knock on the door of whomever they need to knock on the door to say my team is confused i'm confused we're upset to monitor that goodwill yeah that's a that's a really important one um, and we've done a lot of work in this space in training in the past. A manager needs to understand the business from a financial standpoint, from a customer standpoint. You know, we used to use the metaphor, what levers do you pull to be able to get the job done well? And it, you know, yeah, knowing the work that is happening in their area, I think is important, but knowing the business, the financial implications of their work is pretty darn important. I agree. And I don't know if it's even in print anymore, but there was a book called Open Book Management, which was really about having every person, regardless how large the company, aware of the money-making dynamics of the business. When X happens, Y occurs. So I think that's really important. Can I give you another one? And this may come across as self-serving. Having a good business partner, and I'm thinking primarily HR, because they're dealing with people Mm -hmm. issues all the time. Mm -hmm. So, So having those lifelines... Yeah. Uh, because, because it's, you know, it's very lonely. You know, we say it's lonely at the top. Well, at that manager level, uh, it can be pretty lonely. So having uh, a lifeline to help them uh, is absolutely important. And the ability or the um, really good managers don't stay stuck in their own area. Who do they uh, ask for lunch? Who do they wander around to talk to? Um, 
they know when to take a stand or when to raise a tough issue. Actually, they have to be among the best communicators. Oh, no doubt. Because Both ways. Even when leaders aren't good, people are going to sniff out. <laughs> They're going to want to understand. But um, yeah, they, they need to be great communicators. They need to be able to describe the whole picture and where their group fits and what it needs to do to perform well yep. in that picture. Oh, absolutely. So, um, co-relationships, co-relationships with other managers. So I'm thinking across the organization. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And they ought to travel across it. And a lot of times there's a structure for that, but a really good manager isn't, doesn't pay too much attention to boundaries. Yeah. I was just going to say low competition, high cooperation, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think is important. Um, you know, a manager needs um, the 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 phrase I think of is they need to be the canary in the coal mine. Mm-hmm. So if if something is happening in the organization, it may be a change to a new process or a new IT application. If if something isn't working, they need to be the what I would call uh, you know the quick uh, giver of feedback about what's really happening you know, uh, before it gets really bad. And they know, need to know how to do that. Wow. It's, uh, yeah, that, that what I'm saying takes effectively, a ton of courage. Effectively. Yeah. Effectively. I'm thinking how the word that keeps coming to mind to me is stalwart. <laughs> and I don't even have the definition for it. I mean, <laughs> that I think is good, but they, they're, um, maybe I'll look it up. I'm looking it up. Go ahead. They can be hit pretty hard, bounce back fast, don't take the punches too seriously, resist punching back. They're just very grounded. Um, it's not just people skills. It's I think they're pretty low ego yeah. uh, when they're good managers. Not the burly mean. Uh, yeah, the three the three words in the definition of stalwart that are important are are loyal, reliable, and hardworking. Whoa! I hit the jackpot. You did hit the jackpot. I think we're almost done. <laughs> Not really. We got we got time for a few more. Well, uh, I don't know if we've been explicit enough, but to say that these. Managers <laughs> want need to be pampered and appreciated, whether that's with income or praise or awareness. They, uh, yeah, let's let's give our middle managers more recognition and more support because they have to be there. If the leaders turn around and there are no managers, ah. Uh, Never mind. I'm not going to pursue that. I'm just, we can talk about that yeah. another time. How it drags down everybody. If you don't have good markers, right. everybody has to lower what they're working on. Yeah. 
And I guess if I had a message to uh, leadership, it's it's almost always the case if there's a bad manager in the system that ultimately gets uh, released or gets promoted, uh, hopefully not, it's amazing how the damage that they've caused is always greater after the fact, meaning when you really look at what's happening here. So there's there's got to be leadership that has to be mindful. And we did the episode on honor thy middle managers. Uh, also recognize if there's a bad apple out there, uh, th- their ripple effect goes pretty mm-hmm. wide. And notice, I mean, I, that's why I love exit interviews, but do notice where there's high attrition. It yeah, for sure. Ordinarily smells an inadequate manager. Managers, thank you. We love you. You make it happen. Thank you. You know, you are right up there with small businesses in terms of driving our economy and keeping people productive and happy. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, I stalwart, think done, huh? Yeah, stalwart. Yep, hardworking, reliable, and loyal. Wow. Wow. We'll stop here. We're stopping here. You know, an important aspect of being a middle manager that Joyce and I didn't talk about today is just their importance to developing the future managers and leaders in an organization. I think about my own background and it was those department managers, store managers, uh, people that I reported to that ultimately helped shape the person I became, but also the leader I became. So it's a pretty critical and important, but somewhat uh, underappreciated position being in a middle manager. So my, I have a challenge for our listeners, take a look at your own organization and ask the question, are we giving the right amount of appreciation and focus on the middle managers that get things done every day? So until next time, do your homework, be well, and be safe.